Time to abandon ship. Can I persuade you to join us for a drink? It's a tradition. Here, here. Jar Jar, homie, my main man. Quickly, before the Separatists attack, get into the escape pod. Hey, this is escape, then we're the pod. Get the <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to Star Wars Escape Pod, bringing you Star Wars conversation from across the galaxy and today we got another clone wars talk episode with diego going over the next episodes in our journey through the clone wars uh, going through that chronologically if you haven't been uh, if you've never tuned in before that's, that's what we're doing and today we're going over uh, three episodes in season six which is uh season six episode five six and seven which is numbers 113 through 115 on our chronological clone wars list so Without further ado, let's get into the new Clovis arc. Another happy landing. Man, you love that song. I just uh, that part is like that's my cue. <laughs> okay, well we're having some audio issues today, everybody. So I hope that everything comes through fine, and we're gonna keep this recording actually shorter, just so that it doesn't feel like wasted time if if it doesn't work. So um, fingers crossed here. But we got three episodes that we just went through on Star Wars: The Clone Wars. We got an old friend. The Rise of Clovis and Crisis at the Heart. All three of these kind of focused in on Padme and Anakin and uh, an old friend of ours who has returned from season like two or something. I don't know. Do you remember? I think I think it was like, yeah, like season two or season three around that time. Yeah, it, I don't know. It, it was it, it was a while ago. That's for sure. Uh, the last time we saw him, he he was dealing with Count Dooku and smuggling out funds or or something to fund like a droid army on geonosis it was the second time that we saw it. oh yeah it was season two um it was around that point uh where we we had the the whole arc where another droid factory on geonosis was being taken place right so okay. you know padme and clovis they've got a history so it makes it makes this episode arc very interesting because she's come back into the loop with him and he's, I guess he didn't die after Anakin kind of left him for dead after uh, he poisoned Padme and stuff on, on uh, uh, wherever it was, was it Nemoidia or something? It was, it was wherever they were meeting Lot Dodd of the Trade Federation and all that. And um, anyway, so he's kind of made a comeback and he's working with the banking clan again. Um, but just like, I just want to start with you. Like, what did you think of this whole arc? And like, what's the first thing that you kind of caught from the first episode? Um... I, I, I was kind of like not expecting Clovis to come back, like at all. Um, yeah. But, uh, I I would say like the first thing that kind of got me going was uh, like seeing um, uh, Embo, Embo the uh, the 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 bounty hunter. Um, that was really cool. Yeah. Um, so like. He's a cool character. A, yeah, I, I like the whole Raiden hat he's got going on, and he snowboards on it while he's sniping yeah, so at good. everyone. So, uh, yeah, that's a pretty cool uh, action scene. Um, probably my favorite part of the arc. But, um, yeah, uh, I mean, th- this one, this one's interesting. Um, the cookie on this one is to love is to trust, and to trust is to believe. Because, um, you know, basically the the whole entirety of this arc is basically based on uh clovis uh gaining power of the bank banking system but it's deceiving to everyone else because no one believes him because he was previously mm-hmm. with uh with the senate and then he he kind of backstabbed them now he's back 
and then you know he's he's trying to get on everyone's good side and then he does yeah he does some shady shady stuff that's kind of like well what what the hell man like yeah <laughs> like, like he, he was well, previously like, with the republic and and then and then it turns out like he was kind of a double a double agent sort of senator yeah, in a way and yeah. and now he's kind of back and trying to make amends for what he's doing right so he wants to essentially reveal that there's corruption at the heart of the banking clan and the banking clan is supporting both sides of the war like they're they're supposed to be the neutral money pot that both governments are dipping their hands into borrowing money from paying paying back their loans or supposedly with with interest which turns Mm -hmm. out not to be the case in some situations but uh it turns out that there's no money and 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 clovis is like you know he he tells this to padme because this whole thing has been going on and he reveals that that the banking clan really has no cash in the in the accounts and uh i think that's that's one thing that kind of makes this whole arc very interesting because there's a very uh, like a deeper plot to this and uh i don't know i mean call me crazy but like Honestly, the fact that we're able to talk about a Clone Wars arc, which is, you know, it's a, I mean, let's be realistic. Like, it's a show made for kids, right? And this entire arc is about banking. <laughs> like, right. You know, like, I mean, George Lucas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's a genius man. Um, well, no, he's teaching he's, te- he's, he's, he's teaching them real life. Like, exactly, exactly. Only. I know, I don't say it sarcastically at all. Like, I mean, I think it's amazing that they're able to make an arc of of episodes like this for on a show for kids and still make them not only have love and action and you know all these like real human emotions that we've experienced through Anakin's relationship with Padme but um along with that we also get like real world banking lessons as well uh and yeah, po- and more right. politics and more politics to the war and a, a a depthened plot with uh, Palpatine and Dooku and Palpatine's plan to take over the galaxy as a whole because uh, from, you know, if, if, if you guys have been following along with, with the episodes and stuff like that, uh, you'll know that the end goal of this entire arc that we're going to be talking about is for him to take over the banks. Like that's that's the end, the end goal. Uh, and along with that is uh, we can we can assume that some of this hidden money that's been floating around is uh, also kind of his responsibility as well, because Dooku knows where to find that money. So um yeah so clovis returns uh padme's close handmaiden gets shot which was pretty shocking because tecla was uh tecla was also uh uh she's been around she's been she's been around in the show before and i'm pretty sure she was the same handmaiden that padme was inspired by to talk about uh back in the in the arc that she had her big moment in the spotlight um and uh you know anakin uh uh has to come and and uh take her out of the jail because padme gets arrested uh-huh. <laughs> that was interesting um and uh, it's believed that sidious is behind the uh b- behind embo it, it appears by the end of the first episode that embo was hired by sidious did you did you kind of catch anything through this first episode of the um yeah i i mean uh you know, Anakin, he gets, uh, with, with Kovis being back and all, um, you know, you can see he's not, he's, he's, he's not pleased at all. Right. Cause yeah, his he's mind, like, I, thought, I thought you were, yeah, he's quite jealous. And in his mind, he's thinking, you know, about Padme. Well, like, you know, I thought you were done with this guy. Like he's, he's out of, he's out of your hair kind of thing. But it, it was, it's funny. Like he even, he even goes to far enough to say that he's gonna leave her on in the prison in yeah. Scipio if you don't yeah. make up your mind. Like, like yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, it's he's pretty, so angry. Pretty intense. Yeah. yeah, he's so angry that he's ready to just leave Padme. He, like, he threatens her by by leaving her in the cell, basically, if if she doesn't yeah. kind of comply with his wishes, kind of thing. Pretty um, much. I thought that was pretty dark. That was yeah. pretty uh, pretty odd. I think for for him to do like he's normally quite a loving person when it comes to padme like he'll do anything for her and in that moment he just had zero patience he was just like nope i'm just done with this whole clovis crap and you know like get me out of here kind of thing right Uh so um yeah uh that's that's an interesting point for sure 
Yeah. I think that's going to be like the centered in part of like this conversation. Uh, Because a lot of this arc actually had to do with like his character as well. But Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, was there anything else that you caught? There's not like a crazy amount in this episode. A lot had to do with around the banking stuff, but uh, that's (laughs) definitely a bigger one. Yeah, not uh, that's that's it. That's all I got for that one. Like the rest yeah. is kind of, it's gonna dig deeper into the second and third. Yeah, episode. for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, and in the second one, the rise of Clovis. What's our what's our? Oh, actually, um, uh, what's our what was our cookie again for the for the first one? For the first one, it yeah. was uh, to love is to trust, and to trust is to believe. Yeah, yeah. So like totally pointing at Anakin and Padme right here, you know. Uh, basically, Anakin just needs to put more trust in Padme, and I think Padme needs to put more trust in Anakin because he knows that Clovis is a sly snake. Uh-huh. Like he knows the guy is a, a twisted serpent, right? Uh, and and nobody believes him. Like nobody really takes a second glance at what he has to say about the guy because everyone thinks that he, he's just jealous right like obi-wan he just thinks he's jealous like yoda thinks anakin's emotions are clouded right uh-huh. yeah i mean he's he at every turn he's trying to expose clovis for what you know in a sense he really is but also in a sense is kind of like it's rooted in facts yeah it's yeah it's rooted in facts and like it's the 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 truth that Anakin is trying to put towards Clovis, you know, being that he's deceptive and he, he'll he'll deceive us all again. He did it once already. Like that is only partially true. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, he's he is behind a lot of everything, but he's not. He's he was more or less forced in a way, like yeah, yeah just kind of tricked. He was deceived himself. So, but but of course, to the to the Republic and everyone else, and of course, Anakin is going to look like, oh well, well, this was totally your your doing, right? So yeah, totally, it's, yeah. It, it's yeah, it's um. This whole, this whole arc is definitely harder to talk about because like there's so much there there's but there's both a lot going on and and not a lot going on if you know what I mean, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's exactly um, it. But yeah, this uh, th- this this next episode. What's uh, it was called? The Rise of Clovis. What's the fortune cookie for this? Jealousy is the path of chaos. Jealousy is the path of chaos. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, um, you know we still really get to Anakin in this episode too. Like the moments that he has mm-hmm. are pretty intense. Yeah. Uh, Banking clan has secret accounts. Clovis reveals uh, all of the stuff to the Jedi and to Palpatine and. And, you know, I thought it was interesting. Anakin and Obi-Wan have a heart to heart in this episode because Palpatine kind of requests that Padme works closely with Clovis to get to the bottom of this stuff. And uh, Anakin is very much struggling with this and Yoda can tell. And so Obi-Wan goes to his bedroom, which we've never seen Anakin's quarters before. And it was really cool to see that. Like he's got models of ships and posters of pod racers on the wall and um, he's repairing something in on his like, workbench and stuff yeah like he's got this he's got this quarter these jedi quarters that aren't like what we've seen before like with barris Offie's room you, you know she had this little meditation area and the very clean setup and a vase a vase in the corner with a plant and uh anakin's is very he's got like boxes of just stuff like just like mechanic stuff maybe parts or whatever to build stuff and then like a workbench and you know what I mean? Like he's got like all this, all this Anakin stuff kind of thing. Yeah, um, he still he still enjoys tinkering around. Yeah, him. yeah, exactly. Very true to the yeah. character. And uh, yeah, and what did you think of the conversation that Obi Wan had with him? Uh, you know, I it, it, it's good you bring it up because I, as I was saying, we're watching the show. You know, he calls him out on his feelings, right? And he even says in that conversation, like, "You remember Satine? You remember I I had." Uh, you know, something close along the lines of, of feelings towards her, right? And, and you know, he everyone's trying to tell him, like, you know, um, the Jedi must not, you know, uh, rely on emotions and all this sort of thing. And just tell him, telling him the usual, right? And, you know, deep down, even though Anakin is saying, look, Padme and I were just friends, uh, we know it's obviously not true, 
Obi-Wan at this point, he doesn't know. He only finds out really uh, in... Uh, I think he's starting, he's definitely starting to suspect that there was something between them. And he, yeah. know, he well, he knows, right? Like he knows that, that Anakin harbors some feelings for her. And and yeah. I, don't, I don't know if he knows that it's reciprocal, but he definitely wants to make it clear to Anakin. He's like, he, he, he basically acts as like that big brother kind of character. And he's like, hey, you know, you remember Satine? Like, well... I once harbored feelings for her and, and it was my choice as part of a, the Jedi code, not to let that get in the way. Right. So yep. it's basically his encouragement to Anakin to keep that aside during this whole situation. And Anakin is basically insistent on the fact that there's nothing going on and all this and that. He gets very flustered and angry. And, and uh, I think he feels a little upset when he kind of pushes Obi-Wan away and out the door kind of thing. But, uh, but uh yeah it was it was kind of an interesting moment for sure because that's kind of the first moment that in this show that you really kind of see uh, a very personal moment regarding padme between anakin and obi-wan right uh-huh. uh that's that's kind of the first time you see this dynamic going on between the two of them about her and and anakin's relationship with her and it's a very important thing because like this is like what leads into revenge of the sith like this whole thing is like what leads us into the next movie. So it's more of like a little brotherly advice kind of thing. Like Obi Wan, it's almost like a more, not so much like the usual. You know, they're they're fighting a bunch of B ones and and I don't know, or, or on a mission and tells them, look, keep mm-hmm. your head in the game, don't get your emotions involved. It's more of an intimate setting where it's yeah. just kind of one on one kind of thing. Well, and um, what's the next thing he does? He like beats Clovis up. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, he yeah. he. But with that, I mean, like he he walks in, or Anakin walks in on Clovis, uh, kind of making a move on Padme, and is like pulling her in for a kiss, mm-hmm. and then Anakin walks in, you know, yeah, cliche at the at the yeah. right moment, caught red-handed, right, and then he, you know, he fights him, and like they beats they get him up bad, yeah. like yeah, yeah, big um, time. I think what was interesting about that as well was when Clovis is asking Padme about because because he you know he he keeps flirting with her right like he's 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 totally like infatuated by Padme uh-huh. and uh, and and she keeps pushing him away and then he he knows he's like oh it's that Jedi isn't it that uh-huh. General Skywalker right and he's like isn't it, isn't it forbidden for for Jedi to have ties romantic ties like wouldn't he be banished from the order and all this stuff he starts to kind of blackmail her a little bit in terms of it's like hey I if something's going on between you and that Jedi like I'm gonna find out and I could tell somebody so what's up with that right and then she's basically like insisting she's like no 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 nothing's going on nothing's going on very similar to how Anakin would react when when Obi-Wan came in the room and confronted him about it right that's right. But the more interesting ha- thing happens here is that because of that, because of what she says, uh, what because of what she says, Clovis is like, well, then there's nothing stopping me from doing this, right? And then he goes in for the kiss, and I to- like I always think of that moment, and I think forward to the line that Anakin has in Revenge of the Sith, where he says, "I, I don't, I don't care that they know we're married." Um, you know, like let's, you know, he he doesn't care. He doesn't care anymore. He's like, uh, I I don't care that that if anybody finds out, I don't care if they know we're married. And Padme is like, well, Anakin, don't say anything. Don't say things like that, right? And then and then she goes on to tell him about the baby. But I always think forward to that line where he's just so impatient about the fact that he's he's done with all the drama of secrecy, right? Like he's he's totally done with hiding this whole thing. He's done with pretending it's not a thing because like their their lives are are married. They're a married couple, and you know they're they're dealing with this whole thing in secrecy. And it's just it's exactly what Padme kind of uh, well people people make fun of the conversation sometimes in Attack of the Clones that happens between them around the fireplace, but. <laughs> I mean, it's it's kind of true. Like it it goes back to that conversation where where she says like that the whole thing like it could rip them apart, right? Uh-huh. And um and in this episode, like you see kind of the fruition of that whole foreshadowing in in the film is that you see this uh, this impatient kind of <laughs> uh, irrational conflict 
that Anakin has to put up with when it comes to uh, his his marriage, because to other people, Padme's not married, right? So yeah. obviously, I mean, Anakin's not the best person at hiding that kind of stuff. I mean, he's he's obviously gonna gonna lash out if someone goes near his wife. So, um, but then it just gives it away. Uh, so I can see why he says all this stuff about how he doesn't care that anybody knows they're married anymore. He's just he's just done with it. He's just done with all that all that stuff. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know it's 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 good um, that you bring that up because there's a really good quote. You know, just after you know Anakin kind of beats Clovis senseless, and then you know uh, they are asked like, "Oh, what happened?" And uh, Clovis says, oh, there was an attack. And, you know, if it wasn't for my good friend, you know, Anakin here, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be safe. And then he says, uh, you know, if the man says so kind of thing after Anakin's asked mm-hmm. if that's true. And shortly after, he's talking to Padme and he's saying, I'm so sorry. I lost my cool, that sort of thing. And then, you know, she she goes on and, and says, like, I, I don't know that person when when you do stuff like that. Right. And she she says, um this marriage is not a marriage if there isn't any trust. And she says to him that they should s- stop seeing each other, at least for a while, you know, taking a break. Uh, yeah. And, and, and that doesn't sit so well with Anakin, right? But I guess because of the times when he does lose his cool, it's so, you know, on such a big level that it's, it's like, what is Padme left to do? Right. And that's kind of the only way I guess she knows how to kind of put him in his place where it's kind of like, you know, you, yes, we're, we're, we're kind of having a secret marriage and this, that, and the other thing, but I mean, you can't lose your cool like that, but it's tough. It's tough for, for Anakin, right? Like he's a very, you know, um, full of emotions kind of person. Yeah. And then, you know, he sees his wife who, he already has to live in drama about uh, because, you know, no one can find out where he's expelled from his duty. But at the same time, he's having internal troubles with his marriage. So it's very conflicting for his character, right? Yeah. Um, and you can definitely tell, like, the more and more uh, that this show progresses, like every time there's uh, an episode with just them, it's always – it gets – it gets worse like the negativity increases every single time you know yeah totally yeah um yeah i mean that's that's kind of all i have for for them but i kind of wanted to bring the attention back to palpatine for a bit Mm -hmm. um because i mean palpatine like oh man so you know palpatine he's he's behind everything right he's behind (laughs) yeah he's the he's the chief man like he's he's behind every step of this mission every step of the war you know he's working with the bounty hunter uh embo he's and and he's working with the bankers right um you know he's 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 got his hands in every every you know area of the pot and just kind of like planting his seed here planting his seed here you know i'm palpatine to this guy but i'm yeah uh, there's nothing there's nothing that he doesn't want to or nothing that he doesn't want or uh or does not control right like he wants he wants to control absolutely everything that's his end goal exactly um and you know it's it, it makes me it makes me howl every time because you know Palpatine, it, uh, this is a little earlier on in this episode, anyways. But um, you know he, Clovis comes up to him and and he basically tells him what's going on with the, with the banks and like uh, there's some corruption going on. And then Pal, he leads he uh, Clovis alludes to you know there's something there's something else going on here, right? And at when I was watching that just before the quote I'm gonna say that Palpatine mentions, uh, you know I was thinking like. Obviously, he's he's alluding to maybe maybe Clovis knows that it's Palpatine and maybe he's going to rat him out or something. And I thought that'd be like, whoa, that's that'd be super, you know, uh, climactic, right? That'd be really, yeah. uh, that'd be really interesting. But it unfortunately doesn't happen. But very quick is Palpatine to say, you know, oh, what can you prove? And then he's like, kind of dodging the question, not not question, but he's kind of alluding to something else to kind of change the subject if you will mm-hmm. um and like he's he's so quick to it and like every time uh, you know every time he's asked about something like uh 
it's a, it's like a deer in headlights. It's like, oh, oh, what do you mean? Like, what, <laughs> but he's behind everything, right? Like, yeah, yeah, it's exactly. A, it's so funny. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean. And, and at this point in the in the in the trilogy, I kind of I, th- I think it was at this point that I kind of stopped it because, and I asked you a question about what you think that these hidden funds are are because there's a lot of talk that, uh, that these hidden accounts <clears throat> that they're going on about, uh, there there's a lot of um there's a lot of corruption in the sense that there's that there's no money for the republic right because the accounts are empty but where's all the money going. And it turns out that they're being siphoned into these secret accounts. And I think I asked you like at one point, like what you think these secret accounts are for, right? And uh, and Palpatine, knowing that Palpatine's like kind of behind Embo, uh, Embo's job, and and he's he's behind everything, right? Um, like you, <laughs> it took you a few a few seconds to kind of narrow it down, but eventually you're like, oh, is it for like the Death Star? Or is it for Empire? And um yeah i mean i think it's nowhere in this trilogy is it kind of confirmed in this trilogy of episodes but uh but i think i think it's very likely that this is exactly what's going on like at this point in the war palpatine is siphoning funds to fuel the machine uh his future machine that is which is the empire like he needs he needs resources to build his empire and i think not only controlling the banks is going to be one of the biggest things that he can have as an advantage to that, but also just having this money like stored up, ready to go kind of thing. Uh, because as we know, he's got a pretty big project to pay for, which is the Death Star. And uh, mind you, it is currently being constructed behind the scenes. Yes. Uh, and uh, yeah. And if any listeners out there have read the novel Rogue One Catalyst, there's a, a couple of chapters in the beginning that flash back to the days of the Clone War. And uh, Galen Erso is part of that research crew and development. And it's super top secret. Nobody's allowed to know about it. And uh, it's very cool. So um, there's a bit of insight there. But we do get that, that uh, update on the progress of the Death Star, the end of Revenge of the Sith, when we have that scene of Palpatine and Vader looking out at the construction site of Geonosis, uh, uh, above Geonosis, where the where the Death Star is being constructed, so it's uh, it's very cool. Like it's very cool how this is all kind of leading into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like his his master plan is is behind the scenes, and we get little snippets of it here and there, right? Like uh, in Episode Two, Attack of the Clones, we see. Like uh Counter Goose talking with a bunch of separatists and kinda in the background there's uh, you know, a hologram of the Death Star plans, uh, right? So mm-hmm. we get little little Easter eggs of it here and there, but um, you know, to think like how how much is going on and how much power this one guy has. Like he's got he's on both sides of the war. He's funding He's he's now got well not yet but he's going to have control of the banks right so yeah. like how 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 powerful is this guy like it's insane like both sides of the war he now soon he's gonna have control of the banks and at the same time he's 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 made this mass project of cloning millions and millions of clones off of one dude making them all corrupt from birth just to turn on the guys that they're fighting for on themselves. Yeah. You're referring then, to the last story arc that we, that we went through, right? Yeah. And, and then even then uh, with all that going on in the background behind the scenes, he's funding this massive station that is going to blow up planets, blow up yeah. ships, you yeah. name it. You oh, know, and, death, and, death star, of course, right? and, and of course his grooming of Anakin Skywalker. And 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 what's gonna turn into the uh, the funding of the empire, of course. But like, yeah, um, he's got so know, much. He's got so much going on. Yeah, and and he's just it, like, you know, that classic clapping your fingers together kind of thing. Like yeah. he's just he's so uh, he's, he's so, so in evil. it all. He's so in it he's all. So in it all. He's so evil, yeah. but he's so smart. Like you can't you can't knock the guy for for being yeah. You can't deny. I mean, the guy's a genius. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, okay, so that leads us to the third episode in the arc, which is called Crisis at the Heart. 
So what's our uh hold on one our second. text for uh the opening of this? Uh deceit is the weapon of greed. Deceit is the weapon of greed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, you know, as as we know, in the last at the end of the last episode, uh, Clovis uh, is in charge of the banks. Uh, he's the new management uh, because of Dooku. Um, you know, Dooku mm-hmm. Dooku kind of comes back and tells tells him like, "Look, you got to do as I say. I gave you the power. I can take it away." Kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Dooku provides yeah. him the evidence to essentially incriminate the uh uh the well the 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 heads of the banking clan for what they're doing siphoning all these funds away and stuff like that you know all the information he needs is basically on this little card mm-hmm. uh, he's the reason that clovis is now elected and and uh as as leader of the banking clan and like like you're, what you're saying like i mean just to add on top of that like palpatine palpatine is behind dooku and dooku is behind this whole thing right uh-huh. And it's like Palpatine wants to wants Dooku to entrap Clovis, right? That's his end goal. And it kind of brings this whole thing full circle because in this first episode, he was the guy behind Embo's assassination attempts, getting this whole kind of stirring up the water kind of thing, right? And yeah. uh and and now and now it's it's worked out to be that Clovis is supposed to be the new guy in charge, right? It's amazing how how quickly things just snowball, right? It, it's like it's like Palpatine is poking at these dominoes, and he's just watching the dominoes fall. He's like, "Oh, you know what? Let's just send a bounty hunter out to do this," blah, 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 blah. and then all this other stuff is just going to happen. Yeah, the <laughs> bounty hunter is just a distraction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's just it's just to mix it up, right? It's just to be, it's just yeah. to create some chaos, and. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Sometimes, sometimes I think, I mean, he's a genius, but sometimes I think, I think it's sometimes it's the same philosophy that maybe like the Joker has, right? He's like, oh, look what I did to Gotham with a couple of dynamite sticks. And, you know, like, <laughs> like, I mean, the guy's a genius. Like he always plans ahead, but, but he's, he's just works with such simple tools, right? And, and the manipulation of other people. And I think like that's exactly that's exactly what he does to Harvey Dent and stuff like that. And and you know, he's able to twist his mind and become a villain himself. And um but yeah, like Palpatine's one of these characters that like, he's just behind all this stuff. And it's such a simple thing for him to just like poke at one little situation and watch everything kind of tumble down. And then behind it all, I mean he's got he's got Tyrannus basically doing his bidding. So he just says we need to entrap Clovis. Go do it, and then uh-huh. and then he leaves it to Dooku to basically entrap Clovis in this situation that he can't get out of by giving him the evidence he needs to incru- to to make it to the top. And then now Dooku is basically saying, "Hey, I got you onto my thumb now. I own you." Uh-huh. So uh, so we saw it's an interesting... blackmailing at its finest, right? Exactly, exactly. It's it's and and Dooku of all people is the best at it. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, Anakin gets his told you so moment in this episode because right off the bat, things kind of kick into action here. And Clovis, in his leadership state with Dooku's request, raises the interest rates of the Republic and the separatists uh-huh. don't get to pay anything, right? Uh-huh. And, and like, Yoda, do you want to read this part? Did you write this note down? Uh, yeah, I wrote it down. Uh, so, you know, of course, we know back in the beginning of this arc, you know, Anakin is saying to the whole... Uh, to the whole Republic and the council, he's saying like, look, this guy's dirty. He's twisted. He's a serpent. You know, yeah. he says to Padme, I think, you know, a, a serpent can shed its skin, but it's still serpent. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the day kind of thing. And, you know, he, <laughs> he tells Yoda and everyone else. He's like, look, I mean, <laughs> the guy's dirty. Right. And then Yoda says to Obi-Wan, you know, his, uh, clouded his judgment is right. And then yeah. as soon, as soon as the whole Senate, you know, everyone finds out yeah. uh, that, that he, he, he did them dirty, right. Clovis did them dirty. Yoda says, oh, um, correct. You might have been about Clovis. I know, right. Like, I mean, Anakin's got that massive told you so kind of look on his face. He's like, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um, it's it's just and i think i mentioned this to you as well like when that happened um this all goes into um that moment in in revenge of the sith when he's like 
Um, I don't think, you know, I, I feel like the count, the Jedi council doesn't trust me. Right. He feels uh-huh. like, he feels like he's just this invisible person that like nobody, nobody trusts enough to, to, to get the job done kind of thing. But which is ironic because he's the kind of guy that does get the job done. He always gets the job done. And, uh, and he feels that he's not getting enough respect or, or, uh, or, listenership from all the other jedi masters around that seated room that play in their dogmatic ways and you know it's no surprise that he feels like that i mean like not only did they not let him in on the whole secret obi-wan going undercover as a bounty hunter thing he had to deal with the loss yeah like he had to deal with uh, a couple days or however long it was of uh, obi-wan's passing right like he had to struggle through that only to find out that even Yoda and Mace Windu and all that were just keeping it from his from him, like hiding it from behind his back, kind of thing, because they didn't, because because it would it would uh, it would sell the reaction better to the public if Anakin was in disarray and you know, like it's just like all this twisted stuff, and and there's been there's been other times too in the past where the council has been just like completely not in the right mind and Anakin has had a ma- massive disagreement with them. Most recently for him would be the, the expelling of his Padawan for a crime that she didn't commit, uh, for, for something that Mace Windu himself said that they would be held free of, um, of, uh, uh, what was the word I'm looking for? Like, uh, judgment or liability or whatever. Like they'd be an unbiased, outside opinion while they investigated this whole temple bombing sort of thing right and and what do they do the first person they incriminate is ahsoka tano yeah and it's like what are you guys doing like 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 not only is it one of your own people that was completely off world when this whole thing was going on but like you know like this all comes back to like anakin's like i mean dislike for this whole council thing but like and i don't think he trusts that like he's starting to lose faith in the jedi council right um, but on top of everything, like they have the audacity not to trust him anymore. Like after all he's done and, and even, even this, like all, all of what he said about Clovis, a, a, a serpent who sheds the skin is still a serpent. All this stuff about Clovis, Padme, the Jedi council, Yoda, even, even Chancellor Palpatine, they're all, they're all like, Oh, you know what? No, no, no. He's, he's able to be trusted again. And and Anakin's the only person with a sense of like realism, and he's like, no, 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 this guy, there's something up with him. Like, I mean, like, and by the end of this episode, we find out that that, I mean, we know that Clovis's intentions were not what they turned out to be. So, in actual yeah. fact, I don't know if that proves Anakin wrong or not, but but in actual fact, it still worked out in the way that Anakin expected it to, right? Like Clovis was still used as somebody else's tool for somebody else's gain. And, uh, and that led to the exact same situation that happened before, uh, which has happened time and time again with Clovis. So it did prove Anakin right in a way. And, yeah. uh, and then he has his, his one, one of many moments in the sun and nobody acknowledges the fact that Anakin was right about this the whole time. So he feels unheard. I think he feels massively unheard and disrespected. And I think this very much leads into his downfall and his his so his quick transition to accepting Palpatine as his new master. Because he's the guy who's only ever showed him any respect. Yeah, and and that's a super good point because if you think about it, who's the, uh, besides? Let's put the whole grooming him to be a a, a Sith Lord kind of thing. Let's put that aspect to the side. He's the only guy who you know has actually been able to listen to Anakin and that you know kind of pats him on the back and like says, "No, you're doing fine. You should yeah. be a you should be a Master Jedi by now," kind of thing, right? For so long, mm-hmm. uh, and time and time again, he keeps falling back to him because think about it, Anakin. He's an emotional person. He gets tied to people when he shouldn't. He doesn't have a father. He sees some sort of father figure in Palpatine, uh, I guess. Um, I could be wrong, but a little bit. He sees some sort of uh, connection between the between the two, right? And, you know, the people who are fighting this 
a quite frankly meaningless war um, with him. Like they're not instilling any trust in him, and they're just not giving him the respect that he rightfully deserves. Yeah, they're but not giving him he... the time of day to be held, exactly to, to be heard. Exactly, and and you know, time and time again, he goes back to Palpatine because he's the only guy who says, "No, you're doing a good job. Keep yeah, fo- focus your efforts on the war." You know, and mm-hmm. all that all that stuff. Yeah, um, but it you know, it's 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 in the end, the same guy who kind of grooms him to 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 do bad, you know, screws him over in the end. But then he kind of comes to the, his senses at the end of all of it, and then mm-hmm. he throws the guy down a down a uh, over the ledge. And mm-hmm. he kind of falls into the abyss. Um, but, you know, it takes him so long to kind of just like, yeah, you know, realize like, hey, I've I've been, you know, screwed around by the wrong guy for so long. Yeah. And at one point, yeah, he sounded all fine and dandy, but it's, you know, like it, it didn't give, get me anything good. Right. Well, and that's the um, time. That's the time that we're in. Like, that's that's what we're seeing is all this fine and dandy stuff. Right. And that's all he's been getting is the, he's the only guy he's getting it from is Palpatine. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. uh, and not like, even his own wife. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, like yeah. and even even in Revenge of the Sith, even in Revenge of the Sith, when when he presents uh, when he is working behind the scenes to to be the spy, you know, spying on Palpatine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Palpatine basically, uh, I think it's, I think it was around that time. I don't know. It was some point during the movie. Palpatine basically says, uh, oh, that his, the clone forces have located General Grievous. And uh, he thinks that Anakin should lead the campaign, right? So Anakin takes this information to the Jedi, to the Jedi Council. And he's a point, he's been appointed to the Jedi Council uh, by this point in the movie, having been denied the rank of master, of course. And he presents this information. And, and what do the Jedi Council say? They're like, no 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 we need we need somebody with more experience I, and then and then kiyadi moon is like yeah i concur master kenobi should go and then everyone else is like i agree i agree and Anakin is like sitting there looking around he's like what just happened <laughs> like i'm yeah. the guy who brought this information to the council he's like uh so palpatine's uh clone forces have located general grievous on the utapau system and uh he thinks that i should lead the campaign and and all the jedi are like no, 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 no. We'll, we'll go with somebody else. But thanks, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks, like, thanks for the, thanks yeah, for the tip. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. In, yeah. in modern terms, I mean, at least that's how it would go down. And it's like, man, I, like, I, I just, it's, it's easy to miss. It's easy to yeah. miss. But when you watch the Clone Wars and when you like see all these things happen and it's like, man, this guy is like, I can totally buy into the fact, like, I, I get it. Like, I get, I get why he is so quick to be like, I can't give up the only guy who possibly has the power to save the last person in the universe that actually loves me. Yeah. And like, actually, like, means, and actually me. means something to me. Like who, yeah. who actually, I mean, it, despite our relationship flaws in the past, I mean, she's the only person that, that cares about me truly because the yeah. Jedi have, 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 are supposed to have no attachments. Uh-huh. Right. And, and so he's not getting that from anybody else. Like he's a guy that used to have this relationship with his mother and loved his mother so much, and he doesn't have that anymore, and and he's been denied the relationship of of any kind of father because first of all he never had one, secondly he lost the only father figure that would have ever been a father figure in his life like Qui Gon Jinn, and and Obi Wan's more of a brother, and the Jedi don't don't have attachments they don't care about him they don't listen to him. Right, like, and the only person that really cares about him, or that he feels cares about him, is Palpatine, and Padme. Like, I, I totally get it. Like, it's it, it all kind of makes sense when you put it all together like that. And, um, and I think like this entire story, like the prequel trilogy, along with the Clone Wars, it's just such a brilliant storyline. Um, yeah. it has so many little funnels and pathways that all lead to the same place, and uh, that place is Revenge of the Sith. And I can't wait until we get there, but. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so I don't know where, where do we, where do we kind of trail off? <laughs> I have no idea. Like, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, uh, oh, Anakin's told you so a moment, right? Okay. So yeah. Commander Thorne. What did you think of Commander Thorne? He's named after Thor. He's got a, he's got what he refers to as his hammer, which is basically just like giant, uh, Z9 rotary gun he's got the the thor wings painted on his helmet i thought he was a pretty cool character 
Um, yeah, yeah, he goes out like a champ. Dies I mean, like he, a boss. Yeah, I think it's probably like, one of the most gruesome clone deaths that we've seen in the entire show. Oh yeah, he's you know he gets shot. He's got literally like an eight inch diameter hole in his chest. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. He's 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 fighting them off. He's, he's still going. Off he's still going. And then he gets another four, five, six, eight inch diameter holes in his chest, right? And then yeah. finally he's like, oh, okay, I can't do it anymore. Like, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, he went out like a boss. So that that was a pretty cool um, thing. But you know, again, back to back to Palpatine. Like when when he finds out of the of the attack, right? Um, led by Dooku, but you know, instructed from Palpatine, of course. Uh, you know, there, he's he's notified of it of of this attack, and mm-hmm. he he says. Uh, what could they want? Like, you know, <laughs> the famous yeah, deer yeah, in the headlights. Yeah. Like, what could they want? Yeah. You, 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 you made the thing happen. Like, yeah, geez. he play, he plays so dumb, but like he's behind the whole thing. But his his yeah. acting, his play acting of the whole thing is like uh, that he wasn't aware of it. Is is quite funny sometimes because you know that he's yeah. the guy behind it, right? Yeah. So it's quite humorous to see him kind of deny absolutely everything and play absolutely stupid on the fact that oh, this is new information to me. And yeah, like, nobody exactly. is not. Nobody is not. <laughs> like you, you, you made all of this happen. Right? Yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, Palpatine. It was funny. He's. I believe he's talking to Dooku at this point, and he actually referred to himself. He's saying that the banks will fall under the hands. Of oh the yeah, yeah. So oh, when yes, yeah, so the republic, like, so. the republic, and the separatists are going at it over Scipio, and yeah. uh, and you know, Dooku kind of makes his grand exit. And now that he's created enough chaos for the republic to get basically come in like a like a swarm of bees or whatever, just to liberate the place. Uh, he makes his kind of he dusts his shoulders off. He's like, okay, I'm done here. You know, it goes and leaves. And on the hologram, uh, all the, the the whole plan worked flawlessly, right? Of course, uh, because yeah, you're right. Like like Palpatine, he's on the hologram and he refers to himself as the Supreme Chancellor. He's like, uh, and now the banks will be in the control of the Supreme Chancellor. And then, <laughs> you know, because yeah. that, that was the plan all along is to get the the banks in the hands of the Chancellor rather than somebody else which of course is his grand plan to not only now he now he controls the republic which is going to be the future empire but he knows what's going to happen with separatists he's he's using the separatists like he's using dooku as his own apprentice to use the separatists to which is going to be just it's just the enemy in the in the war that he's using as a distraction that whole thing's just going to crumble away that whole thing's just going to disappear he's going to shut down the droid armies no problem flick of the switch and uh and at this point in time like he's 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 setting up all the dominoes ready to go um and uh, one of those big pieces is also to control the finances of the galaxy <laughs> every yeah. dime every dime he wants it all yeah and and you know what to Money top it all power. off yeah exactly to top it all off oh sorry mute. i accidentally mu- i accidentally muted myself there no worries. um yeah, uh, to to top it all off, now the last guy you want in control has all the funding for the war. He's in control yeah, of the banks exactly. because so, he's on both sides. The now last he's like, person that you want look in at me control now, right? of like, everybody's yeah. like you know bank accounts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, and uh, we had a big. Uh, we also had at the very end of this moment, uh, kind of a sad moment where Clovis basically takes his own life so that. Anakin can rescue Padme when they're hanging off the cliff there. What do you what do you think of that? Because because uh, this is kind of like a, a truth be told moment of the fact that Clovis actually isn't that bad of a guy. Yeah, I mean, like it it just sucks because he's pain, he, everyone. Yeah, he did kind of betray um, the Republic and everyone, mm. and yeah, he did kind of pull some pull some bad strings and stuff. But I mean, at the end, he he wanted to kind of somewhat do the right thing, but in the end, it it kind of just all blew up in his face. Yeah. Um, and it's unfortunate because I mean, he he's just been used. Like he's just he's, a tool, right? Yeah, yeah, he's just totally. a tool. I think I think the guy actually does have a good heart. I think we don't like him because he keeps going after Padme, and we're like, no, 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 Padme's Anakin's girl, right? But yeah. I think he actually is a a decent guy. He's just been used by the wrong people constant, constantly, just time and time again. And 
it's just so repetitive, right? That that at this point, even when even when it is obvious that it wasn't his fault and he's pointing a gun at Padme's head trying to defend his 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 word. Nobody believes him. Not even Padme. Padme just shrugs it off, and she's like, "Let me go, Clovis." It's like she just doesn't care anymore. It's the he's the boy who qu- cried wolf way too many, too many times. times. Yeah, and, exactly. and 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 it's not even his fault. Like that's the crazy thing. It's like somebody else is 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 blowing his whistle, kind of thing, and and uh, and he's the one responsible. So like yeah. so he's just he's just being used, right? And and it sucks for him because it's worked out to be his kind of tragic end and uh, i mean that that's the way of the dark side though is that the dark side just kind of uses and and discards right uh at the it's it's all at the expense of others and and he's one of those many people that just gets sucked into it as a slave of one of these powerful dark side users and uh, becomes a pawn in the game that is to control the galaxy right uh it's as simple as that so that's the end of clovis um and uh we won't be seeing him again no yeah i mean it's he he tried to like even with all his wrongdoings in the past uh he tried to somewhat redeem his name in a sense but it just ended up making him look like more of a habitual liar um and it just it's unfortunate but um it is what it is uh so yeah we'll continue on with the continue our efforts uh on the war and and see see what happens <laughs> see what happens is right thanks man for coming back on the show and thanks to all you guys for listening uh tuning in every week as always uh if you know a star wars fan that's never heard star wars escape pod before then send this podcast to them just be like hey this is a great podcast check it out if you guys can help us out by giving us a thumbs up rating you know five stars that really helps just get us out there kind of thing leave a review just you know a review of encouragement of some kind that would be super helpful we don't make any money off this this is just like pure just hobby kind of me diego sitting down doing our thing uh as well as everyone else who comes on the show uh we've had quite a a few uh awesome participants in the past and uh honestly it's just cool to talk star wars and record it and then you know have that conversation on record for other people to tune in and enjoy and uh if there's any way we can make it more interesting for you guys please just leave leave us some feedback like diego uh uh was probably just about to say before we uh close the doors there uh if you uh, grab our email in the description box below and our Twitter feed, that's also down there as well. Feel free to just drop a comment. Just, uh, you know, what works, what doesn't work for you guys as far as your form of Star Wars entertainment and, and what do you want to hear? What Do you, do you want to hear the latest on, on Star Wars news along with this show or, or what? Um, uh, we're always open to feedback and uh, it's, a, it's a community-driven thing, that's for sure. So we're looking forward to hearing from you. Anyway, uh, see you guys next time. And may the force be with you. Thanks again.